Welcome in, everybody. Oh, well, well, welcome. Okay. Uh, welcome in. Uh, this is like an awkward silence. I felt I like just, butting in. Yeah, I know. I just literally just stared at Andrew. It's, it's week 11. It's week 11. It's near playoff time. It you is. You have to be excited. Um, some more than others here. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, al- well, I'm still alive, better than barely breathing. Yeah, you're still alive. That's the important part. But I'm barely breathing. <laughs> okay, that's okay. I played that song every single morning. Who sings that song? I don't know. Oh, it's like it's like barely breathing. It's like okay, no, it doesn't go. Like yeah, no, that. no, I can't sing. But it's close enough. Yeah, you know. And I just realized all my bed is sitting a key that I was supposed to return today to my school. Whoops. Oh, that's good. Forgot about that. That's not good. Uh, anyway, welcome into the fantasy phenoms for your daily dose of nonsense and not really fantasy advice for the first however long we're recording. About <laughs> eh, a couple minutes. About, a, minute, about, a minute. About first minute, nothing even remotely close to fantasy football. Exactly what you guys want. We've what we've come to uh, conclude here is Andrew forgot his key and Justin's alive and barely breathing. Yes. So welcome in everybody. You uh, forgot your key, but you're barely breathing. How's that? You know, it's not bad. Thank you. Uh, anyways, it's Wednesday, November 13th. Uh, it is week 11, so we're in the middle of that playoff push. Hopefully you guys are still right in contention, hopefully doing a little better than I am right now. Um, we have, anyways, Justin Herforth alongside Andrew Cook. Uh, we have a nice show for you today. Uh, before we get started, you can follow us on Twitter at the FF Phenom. So you can follow myself at Justin Herforth, and you can follow Andrew at PhenomAC. Uh, we have a nice show for you today. Uh, obviously, we have our phenomenal starts of the week at the very end of the show. We have our matchup breakdown. We have a nice, uh, nice segment here for you. Uh, we're calling it Defensive Domination. Oh, you're going with Domination now. Oh, crap. Not Dominant. We talked about this pre-show. God <laughs> dang it. I guess we're going with Dominant. You know, it's... Sure. Now, now it's Domination. Whatever it says in the title is what we decided on. It's going to either be Dominance or Domination. Well, Dominance sounds better. I don't know why I said Domination. <laughs> You know, we're just going to cut this. Here. We're just going to cut this part. Nope, not being cut. Okay, okay so we're doing defensive dominance. What's oh, that, Justin? fantastic. You said dominance. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay, defensive dominance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is it? Um, so uh, with this segment, we're going to break down three defenses each that you could pick up and stash on your bench as you get towards uh, the playoffs. Uh, defenses, they're probably the most important thing. Uh, to kind of stash on your bench through those playoffs. Obviously, you're going to have your starting roster set, uh, but you really don't need to keep that depth of players that you really would regularly keep throughout the regular season in case of injuries, bye weeks, stuff like that. You need to play the matchups for uh, for defenses here, and we're going to give you six defenses that you can plug and play throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'll get into this segment here. Um, first of all, my first defense that you can play uh, – you should at least stash them. I wouldn't necessarily play them this week. You can, but uh, it's the Cleveland Browns. They play at home against Pittsburgh this week. Uh, I wouldn't play them in that matchup just because I'd be a, a bit worried. I don't really know what your upside is there. You could hope for some Mason Rudolph inter- interceptions, but really you're stashing them for next week against Miami. Then they play Pittsburgh again, which isn't the greatest. Then at home against Cincy. Then at Arizona. So you're getting some good matchups here, and you know there's only so many defenses that are actually really viable and worth stashing on your bench, and I think the Browns are the first one. Uh, who's your first defense, Justin? Uh, so my first defense, and so and we went through the entire uh, defensive picking process. Uh, Andrew got a lot of the picks I wanted, so I had to pivot a little first. bit. Yeah, you know. Quick uh, to the draw. Faster I had, on my I had legs. To, I had to select the next best of the bunch there. Yep. So bear with me. We're going we're gonna to be diving a little deep here. Uh, so the first one's not too bad. Uh, first defense I have is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, obviously, I would not play them this week as they do play the Houston Texans. Uh, but I'm primarily looking at these defenses through the actual playoff stretch. So weeks 14 through 16, uh, there are some that I, I will be mentioning that have a couple decent matchups before that. So you can kind of plug and play them. Uh, but obviously the Ravens, uh, weeks 14 through 16, they get the Bills on the road. That's uh, it's a solid matchup. Uh, then you have the Jets and then the Cleveland Browns weeks 15 and 16. So those are two prime performing games that they could really come through for you have a big explosion uh, on the day there. Uh, my next defense is the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this is mainly 
it's not the greatest option in terms of playoff schedule because week 14 or sorry week 15 they play at home against Seattle you wouldn't really play them in that game then they play in Indy week 16 but up until then this week they play against Atlanta so it's a decent play and then they play at New Orleans you're not playing them there but then they play at home against Washington and then they play at Atlanta so this is a defense that depending on the other options is a decent play it's not my favorite out of my three but I think that it is considerable and you should at least stash them on your bench they're the number five defense right now so they're probably already owned but for instance i just picked up the vikings defense like last week and they were like what are they the vikings defense are currently number nine so defenses people drop them all the time so just keep aware and stash some of these defenses we mentioned uh, my next defense is the Philadelphia Eagles. No, I'm not just being a homer here. Um, but the Eagles, they do have a great uh, playoff schedule for you. Obviously, you're not playing them this week or likely next week as they get New England and Seattle. Uh, although both are home games, the Eagles defense is historically better at home. Uh, but weeks 13, 14, and 15, that's really the prime stretch you will be looking to play the Eagles. Uh, week 13, they're at Miami, and as we know, Miami, uh, they're basically just giving up fantasy points to defenses. They're ranked second to last. Uh, then week 14, they get the Giants, ranked 30th. Uh, week 15, then, you're getting the Redskins, who rank 28th, and it could go even lower with Dwayne Haskins now officially the starter the rest of the way. So those are three prime games that you really can get an explosion out of this Philadelphia Eagle defense. Uh, obviously, week 16, I would not be looking to play the Eagles defense. Uh, that's why you are looking to stash uh, maybe two, possibly even three defenses on your bench throughout the playoffs there. Uh, but, yeah, Dallas Cowboys week 16, do not look to play the Eagles that week. Yeah, um, then my last defense here is arguably one of the best three that I'm that I'm saying here. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. This week they play at Cleveland, so it's a pretty decent matchup to play them. The Browns have just been terrible, and their defense has been insane with Minka Fitzpatrick. Then they play at Cincinnati, so you're starting them there. Then they play at home against Cleveland, you're starting them there. Then at Arizona, I'd consider playing them there as well. Not the greatest matchup, but it's decent. And then at home against Buffalo, you're probably playing them there. So, honestly, weeks 11 through 15, you can start the Pittsburgh defense every single week. I would probably put them at number one out of all three defenses here. Uh, who's your last defense? Uh, so, my last defense, these are primarily just for the last two weeks of the season, weeks 15 and week 16, as you are in that playoff uh, stretch there. Hopefully, you're getting close to that championship at that point. This is a really deep dive, guys. Uh, this defense has not been great most of the season, but these are two fantastic matchups for this team. Uh, the New York Giants defense. Weeks 15 and 16, they get Miami and then Washington. So, two fantastic matchups that you really do want to try and take advantage of if you are looking for that streaming defense. So, a nice combination. You could pair the Eagles defense with the Giants defense. Um, those are two nice combinations that you could kind of plug and play on your roster. Uh, you could be pretty successful with that throughout the stretch run. So that was our defensive defensive dominance. Dominance. Dominance segment. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Grab some of those defenses. It's not too early. And Stash you can, them on and your you can dominate. I mean, think about it this way. If you, have a, if you have a player, a wide receiver that's putting up seven points seven to eight points on your bench just drop them for the defense at this point like you're not going to be playing them unless you get a random injury you probably already have wide receiver stashed drop one of your just mid-tier wide receiver threes low tier wide receiver threes and go pick up a defense and stash them and get ready for the playoffs of course if you're competing you might want to keep that wide receiver if you're still not in the playoffs yet but if you're already set for the playoffs go grab a defense so uh let's move into our uh matchups here so the first matchup our thursday night football matchup you have the pittsburgh steelers at the cleveland browns uh this should be a decent game you have a steelers without ben roethlisberger obviously for the whole season you have mason rudolph they haven't been able to do that much james connor should be back for this game uh on the steelers side you're starting james connor if he's back uh, what about the other options, though? So James Conner, just to kind of note there, he was taken off the injury report, so he is a full go for tomorrow night against the Browns. So no worries there whatsoever for James Conner. He's he's a great play for you this week regardless. Um, so other options from the Steelers that you could be playing, obviously Juju, I would still look to play him this week. Um, what do you see him as? Low tier wide receiver two? Definitely a low tier two. Uh, yeah. He's kind of slowly declined through the year. You draft him as a high end one. 
Uh, he's kind of just slowly lost that expectation. So now you're kind of just hoping for double-digit points from him, uh, which I think he could get you 10 points. He, like, he won't kill you. He's just not going to win you a week uh, this week. Um, Nathan Rudolph, I'm staying away from him. Uh, Deontay Johnson, not really crazy about him either, uh, as well as James Washington. Obviously, if you are in a deeper league, you could get away with playing them if you absolutely have to. But uh, for the most part, from that receiving core, I'm just looking to play Juju. Yeah, I'm probably benching Juju in a lot of certain situations. I think you can get away with a lot of other wide receivers. Would you rather play Jarvis or Juju in this game? Uh, I would say Juju. I would say Jarvis. I'll take Jarvis. It's not the greatest matchup for the Browns, but I'd probably go Jarvis at this point. I don't know. At home, uh, Juju's just barely been even getting targeted. So, <clears throat> all right. And then the Browns side, Nick Chubb. We're still starting him with confidence. Odell, Odell or Juju, Juju. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll bet on Odell for this game, though. I think Odell will have a more productive fantasy day than Juju. Yeah. I mean. We'll see what happens, but Odell is also, again, a low-tier wide receiver, too, at this point. Uh, if you have him, you might be starting him, but just a warning. Don't start just because of your draft. Your draft value is done. The draft day value that you spent, the first round, early second round pick, that doesn't matter anymore. Now you have to actually consider what the players are doing and how they're producing. So uh, you're probably starting him, though. And then other than Nick Chubb and... Odell, are you considering playing Kareem Hunt? Do you start him right away? Uh, I would consider him as a probably as a flex option, RB three flex option. Uh, I think he's he's seen value. I think he had nine targets last week, so he is getting involved in that offense. The Browns uh, were constantly running two running back sets, so they, they saw like a high level of success when uh, both Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt were both on the field. So I think you could get away with playing both of them for sure. And I want to mention quickly, uh, the teams on by this week are the Packers, Giants, Seahawks, and Titans. So there's a, those are four good running back teams right there. So obviously you're down Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Saquon Barkley, Chris Carson, as well as Derrick Henry. So there could be rosters that you have two running backs, on, two of your starting running backs on a bye. Yep. So you really do need to kind of dive deep here. And then we'll move into the first Sunday game. There's no London game this week, at least not one that starts at 1. Bonjour. So um, the Falcons side is Falcons at Panthers. This should be a pretty competitive game. Uh, do you expect the Panthers or Falcons to win this game? Uh, I would expect the Panthers to win this game. <clears throat> yeah, I think so too, even though the Falcons just did beat Drew Brees. I think that's more or less like them coming out hungry in that one. I think the Panthers, uh, they're coming off a tough loss in Lambeau. I think they're going to bounce back. And they have a guy named Christian McCaffrey on their team who's a one-man wrecking crew. So Now that you mentioned the Panthers side, let's just start there. Do you consider playing Kyle Allen, streaming him? Absolutely. Kyle Allen is a fantastic streaming option, uh, especially with four teams on a bye right there. That could be some viable quarterbacks in that bunch there. Uh, Kyle Allen, if he's still in your waiver wire, you have no one to play, pick him up and you can play him with some confidence. And then wide receiver options, you're playing DJ Moore against the Falcons. DJ Moore is a phenomenal play this week. Uh, you'll hear about him a little later, I'm, I'm assuming. Yes, as Andrew's yep. shaking his head. Uh, as well as Curtis Samuel, he's a he's another very solid play. Um, obviously, I would tier them. DJ Moore, high-end two, possibly low-end one this week. Uh, Curtis Samuel, uh, I think a mid-tier two, low-end two. Uh, I think he will see a good amount of volume in this offense. And then Greg Olson... You're playing him. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. play Greg Olson this week. It's the matchup's too good. This is this is just the scenario of play all your options against the Falcons, even though they had a good showing last week. Then the Falcons side, Devonta Freeman out for a couple weeks at least. Uh, so you're playing Brian Hill. Oh yes, Brian Hill. I think he's gonna be a high end two this week. Uh, high end two. High end two. Wow. He was almost my start of the week. Didn't do it. Uh, but he's, I would still play him with a lot of confidence this week. Uh, the Panthers, uh, they're notoriously bad against the run this year. Uh, they're more dominant against the passing game. I think people are expecting a bit too much from him. I'm saying, like, low-end RB2 to mid-end RB2. I, I, regardless with I'm that— I'm expecting, like, 10 points. Regardless of that production, you're, you're, like, you're, you're coming off of just being picked up off the waiver wire, and you're making him a startable asset there. So I'll, I'll take a mid-tier two at the worst uh, for Brian Hill. Then you're playing Julio Jones. Are you starting Matt Ryan then on the road in Carolina? Um, I mean, you might have to, but if you have another option, I would go with another option. Matt Ryan or Kyle Allen? Ask him for a friend. <laughs> 
I'd go oh, I'd go Kyle Allen. Really? I would. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah, that'll be a game time decision for me if he's if he's still out on the wire. Um then wide receivers, you're playing Julio Jones. Are you playing Calvin Ridley, hoping that he has a bounce back game? Now they ha- don't have Austin Hooper. Um, I mean, without Hooper, I do think Ridley will see a little bit more uptick in targets. Uh, he saw that uh, with Sanu being traded away uh, to New England. So I think with Hooper out, they're gonna, the ball needs to go somewhere. I know Luke Stocker is the backup tight end. I'm not sure how many targets he will absorb there in Atlanta. Uh, so I think uh, by default, the ball's got to go somewhere. I think Ridley will get a few more targets his way. Okay, let's go on to the next game. Cowboys-Lions. Uh, the Cowboys, Zeke is not the normal Zeke that you would be hoping for based on where you drafted him and kind of what you expect. Uh, just a quick question. Are you looking to trade deadlines coming up for us? It's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Are you looking to move Zeke? Are you asking for yourself? No, or? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not asking for myself. I don't expect to get Zeke, but I'm just saying, are you looking to move him for basically do a running back swap? If you can get another RB one, are you give, looking to give, switch? Give me another running back for Alvin example. Kamara. Uh, Alvin Kamara, and I'll give you. Who would you rather have, Alvin Kamara, and let's say. Ooh, Saquon Barkley. Well, so I'm not He's gonna take. I'm not taking Saquon right now. He ha- he is dealing with injuries. Uh, that does kind of concern me a little bit. Uh, I am looking up Kamara's schedule. So what it comes down for me at this point is the schedule. Uh, so schedule is basically key at this point in the year. Yep. Um, especially the playoffs coming up. I'm in win now mode. I'm three and seven. So I need I need to win out to have any sort of opportunity. Uh, so, example, so Kamara, he, he has Tampa Bay this week. They're ranked number two against running backs. Then you get Carolina, ranked 29th. Then they have Atlanta, San Francisco, Indy, Tennessee. So, not a great schedule uh, for Kamara. And he's been splitting touches with the Latavius. He yes. hasn't really been Alvin Kamara level. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been kind of weird. I think he only had like four carries last week or something. Yeah, it was not a, a great production for him. Obviously, it was his first game back from injury, so they could just be easing him back in. But like, I'll, I'll run through Zeke's schedule now. So Zeke has Detroit this week. They're ranked 31st. Then at New England, that's a basically a death matchup yeah. for him. Uh, then there's Buffalo, solid matchup. Chicago, solid matchup. Then they get the Rams and Eagles, two more difficult matchups. We did see the, uh, Zeke dominate the Eagles just a few weeks ago. So I would stick with Zeke there. Yeah. I, I know he had he had two bad weeks uh, fantasy-wise, but last week was his only really bad performance, uh, 13.9 points in Week 9 against the Giants. He had 139 yards on the ground. Just he didn't find the end zone. So that, that happens every now and then. Zeke's still an elite talent, and I would definitely stick with him in most cases. Yeah, the only people I'd rather have than Zeke right now are probably Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey. Other than that, I'd probably put Zeke at three. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd probably stay there. All right, then back to the Cowboys here. Dak Prescott is a good play in this game. You're looking at QB1. Every single week you start him at this point. Um, granted, next week I think, like you said, he does play the, the Patriots, so it's not the best matchup uh, next week, so just keep an eye on that. You might want to look towards another option. But this week you're playing him, and Mario Cooper you're playing every week. Michael Gallup is a, what, a decent play? Uh, he's Mid-tier a solid wide receiver, too. Wide receiver, too. Yep, you hit it right on the head there. Uh, Gallup's a very solid play. If you have him, you're going to play him. And then Jason Witten, are you playing him, or would you rather play other options? Uh, depends on the option. Okay, my... so O.J. Howard. I'll give you O.J. Howard, Jimmy Graham, Eric Ebron. Oh, boy. Um, I think I would take Jason Witten out of that group. Really? I, I think I would. Wow. Uh, Dak, I, Dak looks his way so much. I'll take Ebron. After, after the mm. comments that Ebron made, and he, I think he saw like 12 targets last week. Yeah. That could be maybe. That was like, right after the comments, though. Yeah, that that could be just like, I'm going to give you some targets so maybe. you can uh, just shut your mouth there. Maybe. So, um, we'll, see, we'll see how that pans out week to yeah. week. Um, I, I just think Jason Witten's safe if you need a safer option. Uh, if you're going boom bust, maybe go O.J. Howard, Eric Ebron. Uh, they are more touchdown dependent. Jason Witten, he's just that slow old man yeah. who gets open five yards down the field. And if you're in a PPR league, he's perfect for you. Then the Lions side, uh, are you considering J.D. McKissick as an RB3? Uh, Flex option, what do you think I about I personally McKissick? want to stay away from this Detroit backfield in, yeah. in general. Uh, the, the Cowboys' defense, they are pretty good against the run. Uh, as well as the pass. So they're just a very stout unit there. 
uh, I would just stay away from that backfield in general because it is a, it's a big timeshare there. And what about everyone else on the offense? Who are you starting? Uh, so if Matthew Stafford is active, I feel a little bit— I be- think he will be. That's my guess. I heard he wanted to play last week, but you know he is reportedly broken bones in his back. So we'll see if they want to run him out there. If he's out there, uh, I would feel a little more confident starting Marvin Jones. Obviously, regardless of who the quarterback is, you're starting Kenny Galladay. Uh, he's the bona fide number one in that offense— and he's taken a real level up from last year to this year, so he's an every week play at this point in time. But if if Stafford is out, I will bench Marvin Jones and T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, I think he's a, he's a solid streaming option. Um, the Cowboys aren't the best against tight ends, so you could get away with playing uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, I'm currently going with a decision between Hawkinson and uh, and Eric Ebron right now for reference. But moving on to the Colts, let's go to the Colts. Uh, the Jaguars at the Colts. The Colts side, as I mentioned, Eric Ebron. You are probably playing him if you have him, because I'm guessing that means you're just kind of taking a shot on tight ends. You don't have a every week go-to starter, so you're probably playing Ebron. And then running backs, you're playing Marlon Mack. Naeem Hines is a deeper flex option if you want to take the shot. You're looking at five to eight points. And then wide receivers, T.Y. Hilton, is he... Probably not back. So Frank Reich has yet to officially rule uh, T.Y. Hilton out. Um, he hasn't been practicing. He's listed his day-to-day. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to play personally, but it's currently Wednesday. Uh, a lot can change in that time frame. Uh, Frank Reich did call uh, T.Y. Hilton a superhuman uh, when it comes to healing and his ability to play through pain. So I think he's going to miss this week. I think he'll be back for next week, though. They get Houston next week. If he'll, if T.Y. Hilton is back for next week, that's a juicy matchup, and he has a notorious record of just torching that defense. And are you going to play any other Colts wide receivers then in his absence? Uh, Brian Hoyer was not good. It depends if Brissett's active. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the bottom line there. If Brissett is active, I feel okay playing Zach Pascal. Uh, this week, uh, if Hoyer is the one starting, I will be benching uh, the wide receivers from this team. And then the Jaguars side, who are you playing over there? Uh, so Nick Foles, is, he, he is back. That's worth noting. Um, although I would not be playing him this week, most likely. That indie defense is pretty stout overall. Um, so obviously Nick Foles is likely on your waiver wire. You probably have a better option anyway. Um if not, if there's if you're kind of just picking someone off the waiver wire, pick up Kyle Allen. Uh, he's a fine play over Nick Foles. Um, running back wise, Leonard Fournette. Each and every week, you're going to play him. Wide receivers, uh, DJ Chark, not a doubt in my mind. DD Westbrook, I think he's become a little more intriguing now. Maybe uh, not this week though. First first week with Foles back. Yeah, you no, don't... I probably won't play DD this week. Kind of just wait and see if he's on him the waiver wire. Him or Marvin wire. Jones? Uh, DD. Okay, take, I'll take DD over Marvin. Uh, just what if Stafford's back, though? If Stafford's back, I'll go Marvin. Okay. But I think the odds are the Lions will sit him out. I don't think they want to risk the long-term future. I don't know. I don't know if they will. This is a really big game for them, though. It is. It's kind of do or die, but I just don't think they're really in the race. I don't think in the wild card race, really. They're, I think they're 3-5-1 right now. So it's kind of tough at this point. Um, there's, I think, four or five teams ahead of them right now in the wild card. They're not obviously not winning the division uh, with Green Bay in the same division as them. So I think the season's kind of lost for the Lions at this point in time. I would more or less just look to keep uh, your franchise quarterback, you know, not like crippled this yeah. season. He has broken bones in his back. That could be a liability for the future. Colts defense is an okay play against the Jags. They're an Nothing. okay play. You likely there's likely better options available on the waiver wire. I'm going to talk about one for my start of the week a little bit later on. Um, that probably still is sitting there. Uh, it's kind of possible. Um, but yeah, the Colts defense are kind of like a middling option. Uh, probably ranked like 14 or 15 in my eye. Uh, so there are a bunch of other starting options ahead of them. But you you could get with like rolling them out there. Next game is Bills at the Dolphins. On the Bills' side, Josh Allen consistently is a week-to-week starter on your fantasy roster, especially in this game. You're probably firing up most Bills' options. Josh Allen, Devin Singletary is probably a low-to-mid-end RB2 for me. Uh, I think he's in mid to possibly high end. Really? I, I still worry about the split with Frank Gore, though. No, he's... Because that happened last week. Singletary he, only had a few rushes. Yeah, I, th- I think that was more game script for them at the at that point in time. Um, they were really were not on the field that much. They were playing from behind. It was kind of like a messy situation there in Cleveland. 
I d- I still do think Devin Singletary he's gonna take this he's taking the job over. Um, we've seen the snap counts go in his favor uh, at least two of the last three weeks. They split time a little more last week. Um, it was a down game for basically everybody involved in that Buffalo offense except for Josh Allen who happened to get two rushing touchdowns. So we'll kind of see how that pans out moving forward. But I still do think Singletary is a fine play this week. Yeah, you're playing John Brown as well in this game, especially uh, the Dolphins side then. We get to play this game. Devontae Parker's been consistent still. He's still doing his weird, you know, 8-10 to point thing. Mm -hmm. So against the Bills, this is a tough secondary to go up against. Uh, They are at home. Do you just see this being a low-scoring game where, like, Devontae Parker just doesn't do much, or are you taking a shot on him as a flex? I sadly would take a shot on him as a flex. Just that target share is there for him. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, as long as he's on the field, I think he exited the game. Did he exit the game last week? Yeah, he did. did, Josh Rosen was in. Oh, gosh. He's he's so bad at football. He's just not not good. Um, But if Ryan Fitzpatrick is back under center and actually playing – um, then I would be fine playing Devontae Parker. Uh, he's seeing like, a ton of targets. He's the bona fide number one in that receiving core. So for sure, I would throw him in there as a flex. And Kalen Balaj, you're playing him also as what, a deeper flex? or No, yeah, I would uh, rather play – I think I would rather play Balaj over Parker. If I had to choose between Balaj and Parker, I would go with Balaj because the weakness on that Buffalo Bills defense is the right. running game. Right, and uh, we can see that backfield shift though from Balaj, uh, just based on how Balaj is not really doing that well. He had yeah. like twenty for fifty-one or twenty for sixty-one last week, so it was like not 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 great. Uh, and Mike Gesicki, you're not playing against the Bills. Should be on your waiver wire at yeah. this point, yeah. So Texans Ravens Texans side. Uh, why don't you break down the Texan side for us? Uh, so obviously Deshaun Watson. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna play that guy. He's pretty good at football, I think. Yep. Uh, you know, only top quarterback in the league. Coming off a bye. Yeah, he's well rested too. So watch out, everybody. <laughs> I, it, Ravens defense isn't horrible though. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a shootout in this one. Honestly, I really I really do think that. Um, two high powered offenses. Uh, Deshaun Watson. He's got plenty of weapons. Uh, Duke Johnson. Uh, he's been he's been great. Yeah, for you seem pretty high on him. Yeah, I'm uh, surprised you haven't tried to make a little trade to acquire him yet. Nah, you know we've we've I was negotiating. I guess your roster doesn't really. I I don't really need to play him at this point. Yeah. I'm currently rolling out Zeke Elliott, Josh Jacobs, and Devin Singletary. So I would kind of still choose those guys sure. uh, over Duke Johnson. But he he's a fine flex play most weeks, um, especially in those PPR formats. He has he's been electric. Um, he's been very consistent as well so you could really do a lot worse than duke johnson there uh from the receiving end um from the uh, from the texan side i think wolf fuller is still going to be inactive with that hamstring injury no word if he's practicing just yet um but kenny stills he he's okay he's an okay uh, you probably don't want to play him at this if, point though. if you're desperate for a play you have multiple receivers on a bye there's no one else in the waiver wire i would take a shot on uh, Kenny Stills there. He could have a blow-up game. You never really know with him. He is he is a boomer bust guy. Um, so you could kind of throw him in there and kind of hope for the best there. Uh, he's either going to put up five points or he'll get you 20 at yep. this point. Um, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins, you're starting him. Uh, back with the running backs, Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde, I would play both of them. Okay. And the Ravens side then, Mark Ingram, you're probably starting on a weekly basis. He hasn't done the greatest recently, but... I mean, this is just their goal line running back. So, I mean, you're going to start him with how that offense is. Lamar Jackson, you're playing. And then wide receivers, you're are you staying away the Texans? This is a vulnerable secondary with the Texans here. They are at home. So, would you take the shot on Marquise Brown? I would absolutely take the shot on Marquise Brown. I think he's going to have a blow-up week this week. I really okay. do. That Texans secondary is decimated. Okay, okay. Yeah. I could see, I could see him being... A high-end wide receiver too this week. He, the thing is, is if Marquise Brown does go off, he'll be a wide receiver one. That's true. So like he's not gonna have the. I don't think he'll have like a ten-point game. He'll he's, probably, either gonna, he's either gonna be a wide receiver three or a wide receiver one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and uh, then Mark Andrews, you're playing on a weekly basis, and I think the Ravens defense, eh, not the greatest play. Eh, not not this, not, week. this week. not this week. Just stash them for now, uh, like I mentioned before. Uh, next game, the Denver Broncos go to Minnesota. 
to take on the Vikings. Broncos with what? What's his name? Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen, a quarterback. Uh, yeah. If you have the Vikings defense, get ready for this one. Um, Brandon Allen, a quarterback. That makes these fantasy wide receivers not very intriguing. Cortland really? Sutton. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cortland Sutton is very intriguing for me. Uh, on the road at Minnesota. Yes. I see. I see him as a weekly start for a lot of teams, but he's a low end wide receiver too for me this week. Okay. We'll talk about him a little bit later. Wow, really? Yeah. On the road against yep. Minnesota. Yep. All right. All right. Um, but then running back wise, Philip Lindsay, you're probably having to start him. I see him as, and I see him as a low end RB two. Royce Freeman, I don't even. He's not playable. I don't think. Uh, and Noah Fant, you can take your shot on him. Again, we're just playing this game here. Noah Fant is has the most. Some of the most upside out of the other tight end options. Then the Vikings, Phelan, I'm guessing he'll be out again this week. So, Stefan Diggs, you're playing. I wouldn't take my shot on any other Vikings wide receivers or tight ends receiving options. I'm just playing Diggs. I'm just playing Diggs and Dalvin Cook in this game from the Vikings side. Do you agree? Uh, that's that's a fair assessment there. Um, I do kind of agree with that. It's a tough matchup for the Vikings side. Uh, I think overall it's going to be probably a low-scoring game, uh, but there are still fantasy uh, points to be had from those uh, select individuals. All right, and then this next game, do we do we really have to talk about this game? Jets at the Redskins. Man, this is gross. Two teams that this it's is, just irrelevant. This one's a pretty easy one to assess. Uh, Jets side, only guys I'm really going to look to play, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, you still need to start him. Uh, he's a starting running back who... He's still an extremely talented player. People always question benching him. Like we we get a lot of questions about Le- if you should bench Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. You should just start him every week he, unless you have a top tier option. Yes, like he's he is a he is a bust for this year, but he's still a startable asset in most leagues. Um, I would I would actually consider starting uh, Jamison Crowder as well as Demarius Thomas this week. Ooh, you would start Demarius. Yes, uh, he is a kind of a sleeper this okay. week. Uh, he's he's seen an uptick in targets. Flex level though. Yeah, flex level though, nothing crazy. Um, but Demarius Thomas, he is a solid play. If you need a guy, pick him off the waiver wire, and you can start him with some confidence there. Uh, those are mainly the only three guys I'm really looking to play for this week from that Jets side. Sam Darnold, not crazy about him. Uh, there's, pro- there's I guarantee there's a better option. Sam Darnold at Washington or Kirk Cousins at home against oh, Denver. That's disgusting. Oh boy, <laughs> I just don't know with. I probably go Sam Darnold. Oh, I might have to. That's probably a rare situation. Just the matchup so bad for Kirk. Yeah, yeah, that's gross. And then the Redskins side, we don't know the running back situation exactly. I haven't heard any news on that. Have you? What's going on with Darius Geis versus AP? There. There's not many. Rec- and Chris Thompson's going to be back too, probably. Yeah. That- so kind of does make things a little more difficult. Uh, that's for sure. Um, I'm trying to look up some news reports right now. I, I would probably, if you have AP, I would probably still consider playing him. I don't expect guys to just steal the job from Adrian Peterson. Peterson's been good. He's been a good running back all year. So so there's a report today from Bill Callahan who says he is confident Darius Geis will get many chances to contribute Sunday against the Jets. So what does that even So what that means is we don't know <laughs> yeah, what it means. Exactly. We don't know if he's going to be the starter, if he's going to be coming off the bench. Yeah. We have no idea. Yeah, so if you're starting one of them, I would start AP. Just for that safety factor. But... I think after this week, it will be Geis' job. Expect low-end RB2 upside out of AP, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're splitting with three running backs, there's, you know. And then, I think, I mean, Terry McLaurin, you're playing him. Yeah, it's, I feel I just kind of feel gross about it because I just don't know how it's going to pan out for him rest of season. Just with Haskins? With Haskins, it's just such a question mark for him. But he's seen enough What a enough great volume. matchup if you had Keenum. Yeah. But Haskins is the guy now. So what a shame. We'll see. We'll see. What a shame. Matchup doesn't get this much easier for Haskins. So. Nope, it does not. Then, going over to the last 1 o'clock game, the Saints at Buccaneers. This is a great game. Uh, 
the Saints, you're starting Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, you're not starting at this point based off of last week's uh you know, snap count, the split. He's still a stash guy, so yeah. if you're the Camaro owner, make sure you have uh, Latavius on your roster. Yep, you should trade for him immediately. Before your trade deadline hits, it might already be there. Michael Thomas, you're playing. Now, the Buccaneers are terrible against the pass, so you're not taking a shot on any other Saints wide receiver, are you? I don't think so at this point. Um, I would more or less play, like, Michael Thomas, Jared Cook this week. Those are the main uh, pass catchers that we'll be looking to start there. Drew Brees you're playing, even though he had a bad week last yeah, week. Yeah, Drew Brees, he's still he's still an elite option uh, in most leagues. Uh, it's just a great matchup for him, especially yeah. on the road. They're going to need to throw the ball. Yeah. Um, Buck side then, who are you playing over there? Uh, so Jameis, I think he's a fine play this week against that New Orleans defense. It should be high scoring. I, These Saints Bucks games are always just high scoring games. I really games. do think it will be a high scoring game uh, this week. The Bucks they they put up a lot of points. Uh, the Saints have the ability to match them, uh, regardless of the situation. Uh, they can either play with you in that low scoring affair, as well as uh, blow you out of the water through the air. Uh, so they're very versatile in that offensive spectrum. Uh, plus the over under in this one is forty nine and a half, so they are anticipating a pretty high scoring game there in Vegas. Uh, but yeah, from the Bucks side, I would be looking to play Jameis Winston, uh, Ronald Jones. He's he's a fine play. He's been he's seen enough volume of late, and he has seen the production and kind of match that as well. Um, obviously, you're playing the two wide receivers, Michael Thomas, uh, not Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, <laughs> Mike Evans, Mike Evans, two Mikes, yeah. Mike and Mike, not Mike and Ike, Mike and Mike, like the former radio show, Mike and Mike. No, 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 we don't care about that. Oh, we don't care about them. No, we don't. I listened to them a couple times. I but... used to listen to them. All yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember. I loved. I love that show. I remember you. Said, when we were in high school. Did they? Didn't. So yeah. So what happened with that? So uh, Mike Golick, he kept the radio show. Uh, he now is Trey Wingo with him. Uh, uh. And then Mike Greenberg started like a kind of like an ESPN like uh, daily talk show in the morning. It's called Get Up. It's like kind of that early morning show. Does Trey Wingo actually do football analysis, or is it mainly bat? I thought he was basketball. No, he's he's a football guy. Is he? Yeah, he used to be on the NFL Live and everything. Huh. Yeah, I guess I just don't know. Him. I don't remember. He's great. Him. So like we played Madden all the time. So like, and like he always says like your team is now on the clock. He he's he, oh, he's, wow, literally, great. he's literally, he's literally like the voice in the Madden game. <laughs> great, thanks Trey. I, I appreciate that. Um, okay, back to the the Buck side then. OJ Howard, are you considering playing him against the Saints? Yeah, I mean why not at this point? Uh, he saw a good week last week. Try and stay in the flames uh, with him. The tight end spectrum is so bad. Uh, outside like the elite, like probably six, seven, eight options. Uh, if you're outside, if you're on one of those guys, uh, definitely you could play OJ Howard. Uh, we also mentioned we didn't mention Chris Godwin. Play Chris Godwin. Yes, yes. Uh, on to the next game, the Cardinals. <laughs> oh, Cardinals, good luck uh, taking on the 49ers at home. But we did say that, we did say the same thing last time. They played two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, and how'd that game go? For fantasy production? Well, no, 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 not for fantasy oh, production. Oh, 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 okay, actual football. Yes, actual oh, football. Yeah, good, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Uh, the Cardinals, you're not playing Kyler Murray in this game, are you? Probably not since they're on the road this time around. Yeah, right. Uh, I think it kind of benefited them being in a short week at home. Uh, now that they have a full week of rest, going to San Francisco. San Francisco's coming off their first loss of the year. They're probably feeling a little bitter about it. I think that was kind of like a humbling game for them. I think they're going to come out swinging this week. Let's just, I guess, start with this. Um, also, I just realized I predicted that loss last week. I just remembered that. You said the 49ers are going to win. I said the Seahawks. Yeah. Wow. You know, if they're One ki- point in my column. If their kicker, you know, didn't, like, kick it wide left by about 15 yards. Hey, he yards, just got signed, like, randomly. I don't care. Like, he was three for three in that game. He was playing great. And yeah. How do you go from nailing three field goals? you see where the ball landed? Probably, like... Oh, it literally landed in the team's tunnel. Yeah. yeah. That's horrendous. I'm pretty There's sure... There's a video of it. I'm Did pretty you see sure, the video? I, I didn't see where it landed. I just saw the kick basically yeah. blow away with the like, yeah. with the wind there. Yeah. I'm sure the black cat from last Monday night... <laughs> caught it. The black cat probably caught it. Um, But, yeah, what Cardinals player are you playing, then? In this game, who are you considering playing? Uh, it's kind of... Th- I would still consider playing Kyler, honestly. Uh, okay. Kyler's still worth a start. We saw it last time they played. 
so you likely don't have a better option than him. He has been a very good fantasy quarterback. He has that upside with his legs. So you're kind of just hoping for those rushing yards, limit the turnovers. Um, I would just temper my expectations a little bit with Kyler. Uh, I would also feel okay starting. We just got breaking news. A trade has been accepted in our league. Why don't we go over this trade while we just realize it's been accepted? Oh, sure. So this is between... Oh, boy. This is... I guess this is an okay trade. This is an okay trade. Um, We'll just break down this trade while, while we're in well, the middle of this year. I guess he's not doing my trade now. We, we were considering a trade. The trade that just got completed was Marlon Mack and Noah Fant for Jared Cook and Allen Robinson. Um, I would much rather have the Marlon Mack and Noah Fant side. In my opinion, do you have, do you lean a certain way? I mean, I would too. Uh, just making sure you get that running back in return there. So I think that's a good trade. Yeah, I I was trying to get Marlon Mack for the longest time. Didn't work out. Unfortunate. Um, but okay, just just a little trade. Uh, anyway, back to the Cardinals here. So you said you'd be okay with starting Kyler, uh, Kenyon Drake. You're playing him. Yeah, I mean he's he looks like he's the main back there in Arizona. David Johnson looked rough yep last week like it you're was benching bad. david johnson until uh, he has a crazy performance yeah honestly it just it was just sad to see it look looked like he could not turn right yeah, that was so and bad he, he just looks so slow back there i think andrew i think you could have outrun him last week i probably could have i really think you could have <laughs> it was it was sad to see like his he was at the highest of highs and now he looks like he shouldn't even be on the field yeah it's just a real shame to see um but yeah Kenyon drake you could play him this week uh, maybe a flex option because uh, the matchup is kind of tough, uh, but he does have a ton of upside. We saw that two weeks ago in his in his debut for the Cardinals. That high upside is there for him. Uh, Christian Kirk, I would consider as well. You can't yep. you cannot bench him coming off that uh, performance he had last week, putting up over 100 yards and still two wide receiver two. I, I still yeah, consider no, mid tier, no, low tier to mid tier wide yeah, receiver two. He's no wide receiver one by any stretch of the means, uh, but you can start him. And then the 49ers side. Uh, George Kittle, I'm guessing he'll be back in the game. Assuming he is, you're playing him right away. And running back situation. Now, Matt Breida probably won't play in this game. That's my guess. Uh, he's dealing with an injury. Raheem Mostert, I picked him up today. I'm so glad. Raheem Mostert is a great start in this game. He's a great start in this game. Going up against the Cardinals at home. Uh... If Breida's out, Raheem Mostert, I think you can start him low-end RB2. But, I mean, Matt Breida, for his track record, he is the rubber man. He does not miss games. I think he'll be out this week, though. We thought that two weeks ago. I, I'm just, until I until I see he's officially out, I'm just going to assume he's active. <laughs> he, he, he could blow out his knee, and I'll think he's back the next week until, yeah. he, until he's ruled out. And then Jimmy Garoppolo's a good play this week, obviously, against the Cardinals. Wide receivers... Debo Samuel's your most reliable option. Emmanuel Sanders could play. He could play this week. If Emmanuel Sanders is out, please fire up Debo Samuel. Uh, we saw it last week uh, once Sanders exited. He had a great performance. I think he almost got 100 yards, if not just over that uh, landmark there. Uh, so Debo Samuel, he's a fine uh, low end, too, if, uh, if Sanders is inactive. I would only play him if Sanders is inactive, though. I would, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, Bengals-Raiders. Uh Oh, boy. Yeah, the Bengals have not been good with Ryan Finley at quarterback. The only Bengal I'm willing to start is Joe Mixon. Tyler Boyd is a flex consideration. Yeah. Do you disagree? Tyler Boyd is he is startable still. Um, the only I think the main weakness with this Raiders team is their secondary. Uh, they're very good against the run, so that would kind of hurt hurt a little bit you're for still Joe probably Mixon. playing Joe you, Mixon, you still though. need to play Joe Mixon uh he still needs to be in your lineup he's had Joe Mixon seen, or David Johnson Joe Mixon easy. Right, right uh so Joe Mixon he has seen a ton of uh, opportunity the last couple weeks I think he had 30 touches last week um in that performance so I feel fine playing him uh Tyler Boyd he's okay I'm not crazy about it uh but he will see some opportunity uh he's the wide receiver one there so as gross as it is you're gonna start him and then the Raiders side here, Josh Jacobs, you're playing on a weekly basis. Fan, Ty- oh, fantastic play. Tyrell Williams is a good play in this game Yes, against the Bengals. So is Derek Carr. Yep, they're Lo- both good plays. Uh, even though Tyrell had a bad game last week, but you're starting him up this week against this Bengals secondary. So Darren Waller, you're playing. 
Uh, start most of your Raiders options. You're not playing like Hunter Renfro or any other wide receiver, are you? Uh, that's only if you're in like I would say like a 14 team league, yeah. bye weeks or issues. Uh, you could pick up Hunter Renfro in that scenario, but if you're in like a 10 or 12 team league, there's better options. And um, then let's go to the Patriots and Eagles. Uh. This I, game, man. I think it's going to be a really good football game. I just don't think it'll be a great fantasy game. Yeah, this might be a... I think it'll be low scoring. I think scoring. it'll be low scoring, yeah. Because I think what really is going to be the key here is uh, that Eagles defensive line against that Patriots offensive line. Uh, I think the Eagles do have the advantage in that situation. Uh, Tom Brady, he's immobile. And that offensive line in New England, they have been poor this year. Brady's been taking a beating, and I think Eagles coming off that bye, I think they're going to really get after Tom Brady. Now, who do you have winning this game? <sighs> I want to see what you say for this. Who do you have winning oh, this game? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I I think the Eagles win. Oh, boy. You I, think so? I, I really do. All right. I really do. All right. I, it could be you blowing should probably up. bet because I bet Patriots are favorite. Favored. I, I think they are. I'm gonna check the line right now. You should. You should make a bet. I should. <laughs> that would make I it would, real interesting. Last time these two teams played for retrospect here, Andrew <laughs> picked the Patriots and I said the Eagles. <laughs> so we'll see. Who do you have? Who do you have winning? Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna bet against the Patriots. <laughs> so Patriots are currently three and a half point favorites. I'm gonna take the Patriots. So. So, the, like, literally the lifeblood of this Patriots offense, they need to be able to run the ball. The Eagles are good against the run there. They're going to take that away. They're going to make Tom Brady beat them through the air. So, the only way they're going to beat, be beaten is if Tom Brady just absolutely shreds them. Which could easily happen because the Eagles secondary is terrible. See, you know what it comes down to? That pass rush is going to get to them. They're, they're going to we'll bother see. him. If they, if, like, the key, it's the same key every single time. Uh, anybody Eagles plays coming Brady. off a bye. Yeah, Eagles need to get if the Eagles get after Tom Brady. They're so are, they, are the Patriots coming off a bye too? I uh, think they are. They are. They're both on bye. So the, the entire like lifeblood of this game, if the Eagles do not get after Tom Brady, the Patriots win. If the Eagles are able to constantly get after him, hurry him, uh, Eagles will win. That's 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 my prediction. All right, it'll be a very good game. It's, it's going to be a very very good game. Uh, then on the Patriots side, you're playing. Are you playing? Any of the running backs, if so, who? I would I would play James White here. Would you play Sony Michelle? You probably need to. Based on if it is a low scoring game, Sony Michelle theoretically will be on the field a lot. But what is his production going to be? Is he going to have like, you know, sixty yards on nineteen carries that's or something? Definitely within the realm of possibilities. I think that's the more favored outcome uh, for Sony Michelle. I do you like White better than Michelle. I do like then? James White better, especially in this PPR formats. Uh, since it's, it will be a tight game, most likely, I think James White will see the field quite a bit, especially in those like, third-down situations when they actually need to pass the ball. So I think James White will have a fine day. And you're playing Julian Edelman, obviously. Yes. Uh, any other receiving option that you're playing? Uh, I would cons- I would definitely play Mo Sanu this week. Yeah. Uh, Mo Sanu as well as uh, Julian Edelman. Uh, if you're in a deeper league, maybe take a shot on Dorsett. But those are the main two guys I would be looking to play. And then on the Eagles' side, Jordan Howard... Um, he could be a decent play. I, I think Jordan Howard, he's a low end uh, running back two for you this week. Uh, yes, he's, yep, he's, I agree. he's gonna see some volume. That's how the Eagles are gonna try and get after this Patriots defense. Uh, they're gonna be taking advantage of the running game as well as they're gonna run multiple two tight end sets. So I would, I mean, I would not personally play like a Dallas Goddard for example, but he will be seen the field quite a bit. They're gonna look to. Uh, basically out physical them. They're going to play some bully ball out there because uh, the wide receivers in Philly, they have not been good. They just signed Jordan Matthews back. He wouldn't be making his debut for the season uh, this week. Definitely don't play Jordan Matthews by any stretch, uh, but he could make a slight difference in that passing game. So you're not playing any Eagles receiving option then this week? I mean, other than Zach Ertz, I might play Alshon Jeffrey if you're if obviously if you need an option there. He's still a wide receiver one there. He's going to see some targets. But fantasy wise, what do you consider him? Wide receiver three. Wide receiver three, yeah, yeah. and because uh, he will be shadowed by Stephon Gilmore. If 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 Gilmore is not on uh, Alshon Jeffrey, he will be on Zach Ertz. So there, he'll be on one or the other there. Um, my money leans more. I'm towards guessing Ertz. Jeffrey. I think more you towards think? Ertz there. Yeah. I think he'll just be on Ertz yeah, the whole game. Most of the game. I think they're gonna wow. I think I literally think Bill Belichick is gonna try and take away Zach Ertz. He, he could. I mean, we saw what Zach Ertz did last in their last game. 
uh, I really do think that's the, the game plan for them. Okay, and then you're starting the Patriots defense every week, by the way, not still. A, not even a... Eagles okay. defense... Uh, Stay away, yeah, just well, in case. Yeah, just in case Brady goes off, it's a high-scoring yeah, game. There, there it are, could be a high-scoring game. It is a possibility, yeah, but... Yeah, there are better options this week. Uh, then the last Sunday night game, or the last Sunday game, uh, the Bears at the Rams. Uh, the Bears, you're playing David Montgomery at a flex level RB this Low week. end two. Low end two flex, flex level. And Allen Robinson, you're probably still playing him every single week. He's he's gonna play against Jalen Ramsey though. So Ramsey's not been good this year. He really has not played well. <sighs> yeah, but he shut down Julio Jones when he played against him. No. Who did he play against? He shut down. Who did he play against last week? Juju. He shut him down. It Juju shuts him is basically shut down because of the offense. We'll that, see. that was not anything to do with Jalen Ramsey. I don't know. There. Rob, I don't expect Robinson to have a good game on the road. He's against not gonna the have Rams. a bad. He's not gonna have a bad game by any stretch. Like he's still the number one. He had a bad game last week. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think they're going to really... I consider him a low-end wide receiver, too, this week. Yeah, I mean, he's still a startable asset. Yeah, he is. He's I'm, a startable I'm, asset, yeah, but I'm, I'm not... still considering him a low-end wide receiver, too. Yeah, I, Just yeah. based on where he's ranked. Right now, he's ranked like can't... six wide receiver 16. Yeah, you can't bench him by any yeah. stretch. Uh, and then... Trubisky, yeah, he should be That's on your just, waiver no, wire. don't even. Uh, the Rams, then. Todd Gurley, you're playing him with... Uh, what what confidence level are you playing Todd Gurley? Running back two. Just mid-tier, running back two? Mid-tier, he has the upside still. Uh, Chicago, they are beatable on the ground. Uh, we've seen that so far this year. So uh, I think if they're going to have any sort of success, I, th- I think it is a low-scoring game overall just because the defense is yep. going back and forth. But I think Gurley is probably the most confident I am of like any of the starts here. I don't really like Jared Goff in this game that much. I, mean, I don't like Jared Goff most weeks. So. Yeah, and... <laughs> I'm still playing Cooper Cup, obviously, even after the dud performance. Robert Woods. Big goose I'm, egg, so. I'm, I'm playing Robert Woods with Brandon Cooks out here. Uh, I'm still going to play Robert Woods, even though Gerald, he hasn't been crazy Gerald good. Gerald Everett is a very solid play. The Bears struggle pretty much against a tight end. That's probably one of their weaker uh, positions uh, for most uh, for most weeks there. So, Gerald Everett, play him. Decent amount of confidence. All right, let's get into our last game then. Uh, before Also, Rams defense, great play this week. Um, last game before our phenomenal starts then Monday night game Chiefs Chargers great 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 game uh, the Chiefs Pat Mahomes is back ready to go you're starting him you're starting Damian Williams at RB2 level in my mind Tyreek Hill you're playing every week and Travis Kelsey Kelsey you're playing but I'm not taking the shot on Demarcus Robinson Miko Hardman no, I mean, Miko Hartman, he had that long touchdown, but it was his only target of the game, so I'm not going to rely on that. No, me neither. And the Chargers side then, uh, this game's pretty simple. You're starting most offensive pieces here. Uh, Chargers, you're playing Melvin Gordon. You're playing Austin Eckler at a wide receiver. A lo- or, not wide receiver. A basically, low- he's a wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, really. A low-end RB2 in my mind for Eckler. Maybe mid tier if he. It, that's probably. I think ceiling. he's more mid tiers. I think mid the high tier in PPR formats, but obviously in standard leagues he's a flex at yeah. best. Uh, and then you're playing Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I think is a fine play again. This is a good matchup for him. Uh, I would play both of them. Mike Williams probably a low to mid end wide receiver too. I think. Uh, and then tight end you're playing Hunter Henry. So. That is that matchup. Let's get into our phenomenal starts now. Also, guys, if you have any other questions, reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know if you think there's something we're wrong on, if you think you really agree with one of our predictions, something like that. Let us know on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to jump into my phenomenal start at the quarterback position. I have Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is playing at home against the Saints. While the Saints don't have a terrible defense, I just expect this to be a high-scoring game. Jameis Winston should get the ball to Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. He should have a good fantasy day. Uh, I don't expect four interceptions or have the weird Jameis Winston stat line that's terrible for you. I expect a good fantasy day from two offenses that are just going to put up a ridiculous amount of points. What do you have at your quarterback start? So my start of the week at the quarterback position is Derek Carr of the Oakland Raiders. So Great start. 
So the last two plus matchups Derek Carr has had uh, happens to be weeks eight and week weeks nine. So last week against the Chargers, it was a tough matchup. I'm not really going to consider that one there. But against the Texans and Lions, he put up respective 23 and 19 points in the next week. So he is a very steady start. Uh, he's probably a borderline top 10 play, probably the, towards the back end 8-9 range uh, for Derek Carr. So if you need a streaming option for this week, you have Russell Wilson. He's on a bye. You need to pick someone up in a pinch. Plug and play Derek Carr, no problem. Then over to my phenomenal star at the running back position. This is Tevin Coleman. Uh, Tevin Coleman is the clear lead back, so you should be playing him on a weekly basis, even though his production hasn't been there the past two weeks. Week 9, he played against Arizona, which is who he plays this week, but they were on the road. He only had 12 for 23. So you might kind of worry about starting him this week again against Arizona, but I'm saying plug him right in there, especially with Breida's injury. Raheem Mostert will take some carries if Brita is out, but I'm still playing Tevin Coleman. Uh, I'm expecting him to have a great game. This is set up for him to just go off. They should be in the lead. Tevin Coleman should just have to kill kill time. Uh, expect a great game from him. Uh, my running back start is Devin Singletary of the Buffalo Bills. So he is coming off a down performance last week, but. No need to worry there. Uh, he still he was eight for forty two on the ground, averaging a little over five a carry. Uh, he also did see seven targets in the passing game, so the opportunity still is there for him. That's coming off a twenty one and a half point performance against the Redskins the week before. Uh, and it is a, it is another plus matchup uh, for Devin Singletary against the Dolphins, where he's he is the lead back there. The snap percentages are in his favor, so I think they're going to lean heavily on uh, Singletary this week. Uh. Going over to my wide receiver, look, it's DJ Moore. And DJ Moore, I'm not even that high on the whole the whole season. I haven't been that high on him, but he's been getting hyper-targeted. I mean, the past three games, we'll get the past four games, 10 targets, 9 targets, 10 targets, 11 targets. So this is a guy you're going to play on a weekly basis. And even though he has Kyle Allen at quarterback, that doesn't seem to be a problem. Allen is competent and is showing that he can produce a fantasy-relevant wide receiver. So the Panthers at home this week against the Falcons. I'm starting up DJ Moore. So my wide receiver start of the week is Cortland Sutton Ooh. of the Denver Broncos. I don't support this. You, you took you, you gave me some heat for it. I'm going to back it up now. Uh, so in their last game, week nine against the Browns, was a relatively t- tough matchup in Brandon Allen's first career start uh, against the Browns there. Uh, Sutton saw eight targets. He got five catches f- uh, for 56 yards and a touchdown. So a little under 15 points. That's a very solid game. Uh, as the Browns, they are ranked number 12 against the wide receiver position for fantasy points. Now they get the Minnesota Vikings, who are ranked 29th uh, against the fantasy wide receiver, allowing just over 41 fantasy points to the position uh, for the season. So you see the Vikings on paper, that defense, like, oh, my gosh, they're vicious. They're a vicious defense. That secondary is beatable. Cortland Sutton is that number one option, uh, and he is seeing a ton of targets, seeing eight targets in three of the last four games. So that opportunity is there, and he will capitalize. Yeah, I will say while I am down on Sutton, I would still play him with my, you know, I would still play him if I have him most likely. I'm just saying – I'm not expecting a high-end wide receiver too weak from him. That's all I'm saying. Uh, then my tight end is TJ Hawkinson. Uh, this is, again, the same tight end scenario we faced all season where if you don't have a star tight end, you're taking your shot every single week. Um, TJ Hawkinson is playing against Dallas this week at home. He's They're 30th against the tight end. Uh, I mean, what... How much better of a matchup can you get for Hawkinson? Like, this is a great matchup. If Stafford's back, it makes it even better. I'm playing TJ Hawkinson in a lot of scenarios. Now, right now on my roster, I am starting Eric Ebron over Hawkinson. But that's also because I'm starting Matt Prater as my kicker, and I have Kenny Galladay at wide receiver. So I worry about starting too many offensive pieces at once. And I do like Eric Ebron this week. He would also be in consideration for my start of the week at tight end. So my tight end start of the week is Jared Cook of the New Orleans Saints. So last week, his first game back since week six, uh, Cook was heavily involved in that offense against Atlanta. Uh, It was a negative game script, but he did see 10 targets for six catches and 74 yards. So they are looking his way early and often. Now he gets an insanely good matchup against Tampa Bay, who have allowed the second most fantasy points per game to the tight end position, allowing just over 18 fantasy points uh, per game. So... 
very juicy matchup for Jared Cook. Uh, The bye weeks are upon us. You need a play. Definitely look for Jared Cook if he's still out there. My defense is the Minnesota Vikings. I expect the Minnesota Vikings to go off and literally win weeks for people this week. It's a bold prediction considering it's a defense, but it's against Brandon Allen and they're at home. So, I love the Vikings defense. Obviously, Justin's high on Cortland Sutton. He can still have a good game even if the Vikings put up points. I, I'm guessing they'll they'll get a defensive touchdown. I'm just hoping for it here. And so, I'm starting the Minnesota Vikings defense. Also... Keep in mind, if they're available in your league, that you can only really, really play them this week. I just want to add that because next week they do have a bye and then they play Seattle, Detroit, and then the Chargers. So you're really just getting this week out of the defense. Uh, and my <clears throat> defensive start of the week is the Oakland Raiders against the Bengals. Ew. Really? It's, I'm just saying gross in terms of you're oh, playing the Oakland yeah, Raiders defense. Yeah, we're diving deep. We are diving <laughs> deep. That's what I'm trying to help the people out here with. So we need some options. I'm giving them for you. So the Bengals, they're ranked 29th uh, in terms of they're giving up the third most fantasy points per game. Actually, the fourth most fantasy points per game to uh, opposing defenses. Uh, and the Raiders are coming off a terrific performance against the Chargers, uh, scoring 17 fantasy points. So... That pass rush there, they're they're pretty good. Uh, they got after Phillip Rivers last week. I think they're going to do the exact same to Ryan Finley uh, as the Bengals' offensive line. They are much worse than that Chargers' offensive line. So definitely look for a big day from them. And those were our phenomenal starts of the week. We thank you guys for listening in. Follow us on all our social media platforms. Justin is at Justin Herforth. I'm at Phenom AC. And our main Twitter is at the FF Phenoms. Ask us questions on a week-to-week basis. We respond. We try to do it as quick as we can. Occasionally, uh, we lose some questions here and there. But every single Sunday, I make sure to look and respond to everyone's questions before the game starts. So just be aware on your Twitter. Uh, Anything else you want to say to the people ahead of week 11? Um, Make sure you stay engaged. Uh, Even if you're 3-7, and there's still some hope out there. Uh, We're still alive. And we're barely breathing, but we're still breathing. <laughs> Say some prayers for Justin. <laughs> I Thanks. Need, I need some help. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Later. <laughs>